Good evening, and welcome to the Rust Belt Clansman Show, right here on Spotify. I am your host, Paul Brown, and I am broadcasting from beneath the Fiery Cross on a hillside somewhere in the Rust Belt region of America. Here on the Rust Belt Clansman, I begin with a pro-white commentary piece and follow up with some mainstream media news articles and give you my honest opinion on each one. Let's begin with this evening's commentary. Good evening and welcome to the Rust Belt Clansman Show right here on White Pride Radio and Spotify. I am your host, Paul Brown, and today is Tuesday, November 7th, 2023, and it is 7 p.m. here in the Rust Belt. This evening's commentary is titled, Americans are Essential, Not Their Government. The House has a new speaker, and now attention returns to whether a government shutdown can be averted before November 17th. If only the American people could place the federal government in lockdown, just as the unaccountable bureaucracy did to them during the COVID's oppressive hysteria. So much for the people being in charge, eh? In response to our unmanageable debt problem, there is an online meme that is spreading faster than Biden's human trafficking business at the border. Government shutdown, 15 days to flatten the curve. Sounds like a good plan. Shut her down. And we'll all see where we are in a couple of weeks. If the debt and deficit haven't improved, We'll just have to keep the federal government in lockdown until our unsustainable spending problem is finally under control. For all those highly paid partisan bureaucrats worried about their censures, stop being so selfish. We're all in this together, after all. The experts are working at the speed of economics. Howard Holman says it best. Had we merely refused to raise the debt ceiling one day 40 years ago, the following morning Congress would have been forced to pay the debt service because we have always collected far more in tax revenue than needed to service the debt. Americans should call the government's bluff that we would all drown in a lake of fire if the Leviathan doesn't get everything it demands. In other words, until the federal government gains basic arithmetic and accounting skills and learns to live within a budget, shut her down. But how would the war hawks continue funding death and mayhem in Europe if they can no longer use American tax dollars to pay Ukraine's government workforce and public sector pensions? 
military strategist Larry Johnson has a good idea. President Volodymyr Zelensky should make the rounds in Hollywood pitching a new soap opera as the war turns. It would be the story of a beleaguered Jewish comedian thrust into the seat of power, backed up by Nazi hordes, acquisition to the super sock puppet of a malevolent Uncle Sam in exchange for a steady supply of Colombian cocaine and bags of cash. Hollywood would fund World War III all by itself. Seriously, should American taxpayers be funding Ukrainian retirements when pension plans in the United States have been so mismanaged and dangerously underfunded that the next stock market quake will likely wipe out half of Americans' own retirement nest egg? Tucker Carlson, one of the few national figures willing to speak plainly about the threats to the concerns of the American people, said some remarkable things in a speech last Tuesday. He warned that abrupt change is heading our way. He argued that the United States may very well be on the brink of collapse. And he concluded that Americans, regardless of political affiliation, can feel that something bad is coming. Meanwhile, our dishonest and incompetent ruling class is either asleep at the switch or actively rolling large boulders onto the tracks that lie ahead. Rigged elections, rampant censorship, political persecution, an economic death spiral, and the growing prospect of this century's first truly global war. Yes, bad things are either here or quickly coming. Yet the media's brainwashed minions prattle about climate change, colonialism, diversity, equity, Taylor Swift, and other false, foolish, or frivolous blather. It is also true that America's leadership class has been found sorely wanting. It consists of frauds and thieves, murderers and misfits. Its butcher's bill includes every victim of the experimental COVID vaccine, every casualty of the Uniparty's open borders, every service member sacrificed during the Biden's disastrous Afghanistan retreat, and the gone but never forgotten veteran, Ashley Babbitt. Its allegiance belongs to central bank oligarchs and a royal clique of international elites who call no country home. Americans, in name only, run the U.S. government today. The only political leader in the last 40 years who actually fought for Americans instead of against them is being railroaded in one courtroom after the next, gagged from speaking honestly and threatened with life in prison for daring to honor the constitutional oath. The Fascist Bureau of Intimidation and Department of Injustice commit crimes against the American people but face no consequence. The Department of Homeland Security has no interest in securing the homeland. The federal bureaucracy's primary work product is disinformation and its primary skill 
is accusing everyone outside of its Borg collective of spreading disinformation. The same apparatchiks who take a knee in solidarity with Antifa and Black Lives Matter, domestic terrorists have spent three years destroying families for protecting the U.S. Capitol. The same common who framed Donald Trump as a Russian spy now framed the presumptive Republican nominee as a common criminal. The same misanthropes who have drowned this country in debt, drugs, illegal aliens, and violent crime pretend to care about America's health, security, and prosperity. They do not. They despise this country. They despise its foundations and liberty. They despise its history. They despise its heroes. They despise what its, what its people have accomplished in the past and could so easily accomplish in the future if only given the chance. Like some Marcus, Mar- Marxist globalist, bizarro world, where the permanent ruling class engages in endless whack-a-mole to destroy everything good, reasonable, and sound. Those helming the American ship today see nothing less than to scuttle her deep into the sea. Darkness is the deep state's friend. In the many battles that lie ahead, most Americans' leaders will continue taking a knee. They will play no part in protecting this nation from further harm. As agents of foreign powers, they have no interest in ameliorating American suffering. If unconstitutional surveillance, censorship, and green energy-induced inflation had not already made the point crystal clear, COVID's epidemic of rank totalitarianism really drove it home for good. Make no mistake, when the doomsday clock strikes midnight, we the people will be on our own. That's okay. America is much more than its government, and Americans are much more capable than those who insist on rolling over us. I'll tell you now what I know to be true. We will get through what's coming. The American government is corrupt, dangerous, and quasi-insane. But the American people still possess unique and indomitable spirit. One of my favorite depictions of that spirit is retold in Stephen Ambrose's Band of Brothers. Easy Company is heading for the Ardennes Forest near Bastogne to face the Germans in what would be known as the Battle of the Bulge. Without food, winter clothing, or ammunition, the young soldiers have no support but each other. A horrified lieutenant tells Captain Winters that this guy will completely be surrounded. But the captain responds assuredly, We're power tr- we're, We are paratroopers, lieutenant. We're supposed to be surrounded. An anonymous quote attributed to the 506th Parachute Infantry Regiment then appears on the black screen. Farthest from your mind is the thought of falling back. In fact, 
it isn't there at all. And so you dig your hole carefully and deep and wait. I have always felt that we Americans were meant to be surrounded. Throw any manner of hardship our way and we'll somehow survive. Send evil in our direction and we'll fight it tooth and nail. Just because the woke tyrants make all of the noise, don't underestimate those Americans who have carefully dug their holes and now patiently wait. For too many Americans, falling back will serve to be an option, will never serve to be an option. What one man can do, another can do, Sir Anthony Hopkins memorably averred. What one generation of Americans can do, another can do too. Without help from the bloated government bureaucracy or a corrupt and worthless ruling class, Americans will endure. Sometimes it's only when we are surrounded by danger that we find the courage and fellowship to stare down evil and prevail. awesome God he is. Do you attend church? If you don't, you should. But be careful what church you attend, though. Many churches today preach that homosexuality and miscegenation are okay. Are they really? Not according to the Bible, they're not. If you want to hear God's true commands to his chosen people, then listen to the services from the Christian Revival Center in Harrison, Arkansas. Don't live near Harrison? You can still hear them on the Christian Revival Center YouTube channel. Search the Christian Revival Center in Harrison, Arkansas, and it should be right at the top of the list. Tap follow, and you'll be alerted every week when the new sermon is posted. What could be better than hearing God's true words right from the comfort of your own living room? Invite Pastor Rob and his family into your home every week. Come on down. The price is always right at the American Heritage Store. We've got all your pro-white needs at reasonable prices. Tell them what we got, Bob. Okay. We've got belt buckles, hats, pins, flags, t-shirts, sweatshirts, and items too many to mention here. Go to www.kkknationaloffice.com and tap on the American Heritage Store banner and see for yourself. No mask required here. Welcome back to the show, everyone. I hate black people. That's the headline from abc7news.com. Uh, the headline is, I hate black people. 
SJ officer, no longer with department, after exchanging racist texts, Chief says. Uh, I never understood how, uh, you know, uh, just like kids, uh, you'll see every now and then the schools will step in about what uh, a kid says on social media or uh, what a kid texts when it's really no business of the school. Uh, you know, the school isn't this child's parent. So, in uh, here, a police department butting in on this officer's, uh, you know, uh, freedom of speech. He's allowed to say, I hate black people. He isn't the first, he isn't the only one in America that hates black people. So why should he lose his job over this? Uh, San Jose Police Chief Anthony Mata announced Friday evening that a police officer is no longer employed by the department after an internal investigation found that he sent disgusting racist text messages. Who's the chief? And, you know, uh, this is kind of like um, uh, thought police, uh, this chief. Good grief. Uh, the former officer has been identified as Mark McNerma, who had been with the San Jose Police Department for six years. Chief Mata said the department's internal affairs unit was investigating McNerma for another incident when they discovered the messages. What other incident would... I, I don't understand this, and maybe further into the... Uh, article here will find out how uh, this police chief was able to read text messages on this officer's phone. Something just doesn't sound right here. Uh, the article continues, this is why we have a zero tolerance policy, said Hans, uh, San Jose Mayor Matt Mahan. You know, we're what we need a zero-tolerance policy in is the criminal acts of non-whites in America. American, uh, white white people, too. But uh, uh, we have 13% of our population, which is black, causing over half of our crime. If we had a zero-tolerance policy, uh, because you know, it's not our fault they're retarded, uh, most are retarded, on average, are retarded, uh, that is correct, on average, uh, uh, black people uh, are borderline retarded. And, you know, we have seen many well below uh, uh, that threshold, too. Now, if we had a zero-tolerance policy on the crimes that these blacks and other non-whites commit, but now uh, this is supposed to be racist against the black, so I'm just going to use uh, uh, the black race uh, as an example. If we stop tolerating the animalistic, uncivilized, savage uh, 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 traits of these people and started arresting them and jailing them, and, you know, when it's really heinous crimes, uh, capital punishment, executing them, until uh, uh, this happens... This is, we're going to have this. But a police department, a zero tolerance policy for your own uh, 
men in blue. Uh, I thought uh, police were supposed to uh, have some sort of camaraderie uh, among the men and women in blue. Uh, here you have a chief stick, as far as I'm concerned, you have a, a chief sticking his nose somewhere where it didn't belong. Uh, Mahan says he was disgusted by the around two dozen text messages attributed to McNarima. The text seemingly, seemingly referenced a 2022 incident in which then-officer McNarium shot football player Kayun Green at San Jose La Victoria Tacarica. Cahoon Green. Uh, video showed Green had appeared to have broken up a fight inside the restaurant and was backing out of the door holding a gun he had confiscated from one of the perpetrators. And some of the text, McNamara, McNamara, tongue twister there, says things like, I'm pretty sure the district attorney would have charged me if I used excessive force, but she didn't because I didn't use excessive force. I'll shoot you too. Uh, I'm not, I don't really understand what um, that's referencing. It kind of doesn't even make any sense. Uh, in, in others, McNamara describing black men and writing, they should all be bowing to me and bringing me gifts. Otherwise, he would have lived a life of poverty and crime. Uh, it's true. You know, I, I say this many times on the show, uh, white people should be being thanked uh, from these uh, uh, by these ungrateful non-whites. We didn't have to share uh, our technology with everyone. We didn't have to, um, you know, uh, we didn't keep it to ourselves, so to say. Uh, non-whites, we shared uh, everything. Uh, if it wasn't for whites in America, if this was a black country, uh, it would it would be like Africa, living in mud huts, drinking out of mud puddles, and you know uh, primitive living. Uh, you know, we took them out of that and tried to dare I say domesticate uh, these animals, and uh, it's it just it just doesn't work. And here, an officer uh, not allowed to say. Uh, you know, he hates black people. Uh, he also said, how long does the canary have to keep telling you there's something wrong inside this function? Said Reverend Jethro Moore the second. Reverend Moore is the president. Oh, here we go. Reverend Moore is the president of the NAACP of San Jose and Silicon Valley. Uh, he says, while he applauds the police department for acting quickly, the incident is another blow to the relationship between San Jose Police Department and the African-American community. Uh, why is it a blow? To, to, for the, uh, you know, this goes for everywhere, not just in San Jose. Why is it 
that black people hate cops for arresting them for committing crimes. You know, white people, we kind of figure, you know, if, if we do something illegal, they're going to come arrest us. And, you know, uh, many times I said the white race, you know, another uh, fellow white gets arrested, and, you know, we're all like, well, he deserved it. He got what he deserved. When it's black people, the first thing out of their mouths is did do nothing, uh, have a low IQ, they're retarded. Like, that's an excuse to have to deal with these people. And listen, cops are out there 24-7 dealing. Just, just imagine here in America. Here in America, 13% of our population is running the asses off the police. Because 56% of our crimes are caused by black people. So, you know, when these uh, men and women in blue are out in the streets actually living what we're reading about with these black people, can you blame him for saying he hates black people? Is it a crime for him to say he hates black people? Should he be forced to like black people? Absolutely not. Listen, uh, you know, I just sat here going through news articles, and, uh, you know, a lot of times um, uh, I get pretty uh, irritated and uh, uh, pretty ticked off. And sometimes there's things I would like to say, but this is family-friendly radio, uh, that I don't say. And listen, this is just me. Uh, a common person, and the area I live in is uh, by far majority white, so it's not things that I'm dealing with, uh, you know, uh, to go to the store. Uh, I'm not seeing uh, drug deals taking place. Uh, I'm not seeing uh, uh, black shootings right in my area. But when I read these articles, uh, some of the crimes that these black people commit. You know, it turns your stomach. Uh, you know, um, I don't know how else to put it. For instance, if you're watching a uh, video and it is some uh, low IQ black person, uh, you know, maybe pretending to be a preacher or uh, a rap star, uh and you watch that, and you know, it, you just get disgusted. You get disgusted with the stupidity that we're all forced to live with. Now, listen, that's just a common person like myself. Uh, maybe some of my listeners live in uh, uh, mostly white areas. And I'm sure when you watch the news and you see the actions of these uncivilized savages, in America, you know, it probably pisses you off, too. Now, put yourself in the uh, shoes of a police officer that is actually uh, 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 boots on the ground among these savages, these uncivilized people, trying to keep order. Can you imagine the stress uh, that is, is on America's uh, police officers, especially now, 
you know, uh, they're not allowed to defend us. Uh, you know, their, their uh, oath is to protect and serve. They're not allowed to protect us anymore. Uh, and they can't protect themselves. So, you know, um, I can't imagine what it is like for a police officer uh, today in America. Uh, and yes, sure, uh, there are bad ones. Just as there are bad ones in anything. Uh, it, there's probably uh, bad people in the fire department. Uh, bad people that uh, work on ambulances, EMTs. Uh, there's bad people that work in hospitals. There's bad people in churches. There's bad people everywhere. So, you know, uh, to say that all police officers are bad isn't a correct statement. Uh, and I've given this statistic on the show before. There are more white people killed by law enforcement than there are black. Uh, I don't know how long they've been taking the records, but from 2016 to so far this year, there have been more white people killed by police than black people. And, you know, I think it comes down to, uh, you know, uh, uh, the common sense factor, uh, the mentality of the two different minds, because to say... Uh, you know, when people say, well, we're all God's children, uh, we're all equal, we absolutely are not. Um, you know, uh, the Bible, from Genesis to Revelation, deals with God's chosen people, the Israelites. They weren't Jews. They weren't the Jews of today. They were white. They were white uh, people. So, you know, naturally, uh, God picked a white race because, uh, uh, dare I say again, uh, we were superior. God created us superior. Uh, you know, uh, you, it, when people uh, refer to me as a... Uh, uh, a, a white supremacist. It is true. I'm white. And I'm supreme. No man made me supreme. Uh, you know, uh, I'm a proud member of the Knights Party uh, of the Ku Klux Klan based in Harrison, Arkansas. Our leader, our national director, is uh, uh, none other than uh, Pastor Thomas Robb. Um, did Thomas rob because, you know, uh, being in a clan right away, you're looked at as a white supremacist. Thomas Robb didn't make me supreme. You know, Thomas Robb never looked at me and said, Paul, you're supreme. Start treating, uh, 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 non-white people like dirt. Words never come out of his mouth. Uh, uh, Thomas Robb never looked at me and said, Paul, you're superior to everybody. So act that way. Not once. Not once. It isn't man that made the white race supreme. It was God. So if somebody calls you a white supremacist, thank them. 
uh, tell them, uh, thank you for noticing. Uh, so many people don't realize that whites are the uh, Israelites spoken of in the Bible. I'm glad that you understand that. And you'll, you'll see some uh, scratching of the heads. <coughs> Excuse me. Some scratching of the heads, uh, if you say something like that. But it, it is true. It is a fact. So do, the ne do that the next time. Somebody calls you a uh, white supremacist. Thank them. Now let's see. Uh, the article continues here. This is coming from the NAACP uh, supposed reverend. Uh, it's an ongoing problem in police departments across America, and the San Jose Police Department is indicative of that, he said. Mayor Mahan says that the city has been working hard to have mechanisms in place to identify and weed out problematic officers like McNamara. How is he problematic for his thoughts? You know, um... Uh, take, for instance, say a cashier at a store. They deal with a lot of people. If a cashier happened to have dealt with a, uh, a particularly retarded black person throughout their day, and they went home and they were texting a friend like, you wouldn't believe uh, what happened uh, today in the store. And if they use racial slurs or whatever, they would say. You know, as long as they're not threatening someone with bodily harm. Now, how fair would that be for the manager of that store? And, you know, it's not even saying in here how this police chief got these texts. Uh, you know, that sounds like uh, uh, some um, privacy uh, issues. But would the uh, store manager have the right to fire the uh, cashier that, um, you know, had to deal with an uh, um, exceptionally low IQ black person uh, that day? Uh, would, could the manager uh, fire her for her thoughts? That she was expressing to someone else in a text message on her own time. Of course not. That manager couldn't fire uh, that someone like that. Uh, they may try, but uh, I don't see how they legally could. But here, police departments, uh, one of the people that are in the thick of things, and, and, and you know they uh, uh, walk the beat uh, in America's ghettos, and they see, uh, you know, there's probably no better person that understands that... Uh, uh, there is no stereotyping uh, when you uh, refer to blacks as being stupid, uh, when you refer to them as being criminals, when you refer to them as being drug dealers, sex traffickers, uh, uh, pimps, whatever you, you may uh, think of them. That's... The police officers see that this isn't stereotyping, that this is true. They know the truth. And, uh, you know, how a uh, uh, police chief 
thinks that he can punish a police officer uh, by his thoughts on his own time. Uh, you know, this is getting ridiculous. Uh, what, uh, cops don't have freedom of speech now? Unbelievable. Okay, let me see what else we have here to discuss. Uh, this isn't the first time this has happened. <laughs> I think it is uh, <laughs> hilarious myself. This comes from the news source, jalopric.com. Never heard of that. Jalopric. The headline is, Driver Stunned to See Racial Slur on Digital Sign in North Carolina. I did an article uh, several months ago uh, to where somebody was able to manipulate, uh, you know, like the construction signs that may say uh, uh, slow down or whatever they say, that there's a way that uh, people that can manipulate those and, you know, change the message. Drivers traveling along a North Carolina road were shocked to see a digital sign displaying the racial slur N-word last Friday. The North Carolina Department of Transportation stated an unknown perpetrator had hacked the sign at some point overnight, WRAL reports. The sign's vulgar message was removed by the uh, by the following morning, but this wasn't an uh, outlier incident for the agency. The sign belonged to contractors of Brant Civil and Flatarion and was placed about 10 miles southwest of Raleigh. The organizations involved say that the sign was hacked. It wasn't as technically complex as it seems. While North Carolina DOT says that the uh, display had both a lock and a passcode. The agency also stated that the equipment wasn't locked at the time of the incident. The contractors gave a state statement to WRAL about this profane display. They said, The Flatarion branch team is extremely dismayed by the act of vandalism. How's it vandalism? They changed the sign name. Uh, big deal. It, it's a word. It's a word we're talking about here. Good grief. And one that the original definition uh, fit the shoe. Uh, fit the shoe to the black race. The original uh, definition of uh, the N-word. Uh, but they say they're dis dis uh, dismayed by the act of vandalism. Uh, we regret that the area residents experienced this offensive action. We are investigating how this could have happened, and we are taking steps to prevent it from happening again. Each day, each day, the people of Flatarion and Branch strive to build an inclusive culture and contribute to the well-being of the communities where we live and work. Digital sign displays are relatively easy to interfere with for the delicate for the dedicated vandal. Digital displays are becoming more prevalent than ever and are being used as a, uh, are even being used as license plates. The only way to prevent similar incidents is for the road management agencies to ensure that all security precautions are taken and the signs are monitored consistently. 
why the vandal would choose to display a racial slur is another important question. That's easy to answer. Guess what? Just like the police officer in San Jose. Apparently, someone don't like black people. That's not a crime. Uh, not once. Not once in this article did I see anywhere where it said this could have caused an accident or, uh, you know, uh, uh, caused bodily harm uh, for someone. So apparently changing the sign uh, didn't cause, um, like, chaos. Like, uh, suppose I uh, had a, a bridge was out, and that sign said the bridge was out, and somebody changed it to the N-word, and, uh, God forbid, a car would go barreling through there, laughing, I'm sure, at the sign, and uh, it'd fall over a cliff or something because the bridge is out. Now, that would have been uh, a serious problem. Uh, that would be newsworthy, but because somebody manipulated a road sign to say the N-word uh, where nobody was uh, injured, uh, what's the big deal? I think it's hilarious. Uh, I can imagine uh, a lot of people uh, going to work saw that sign and laughed till they had tears streaming down their faces. I personally, if I would have saw it, I would have probably uh, had to pull over until I could see correctly from the uh, uh, laughter, uh, the tears from laughing uh, like that, if I was to see that. Uh, you know, here, uh, no harm done, no foul. You know, uh, if, if black people would have went past the sign and they didn't like, like it, don't look at it. Don't go past it again. Let's not make it the crime of the century here, uh, because... Everybody has a right to not like black people. We can't be forced to like people. And especially, especially when you're dealing with a race like the black race. And, you know, uh, uh, we hear they want reparations. We hear that all the time. Uh, like white people owe them something. Uh, you know, this makes my ass sick. I get so sick and tired of uh, hearing uh, that I owe black people something. Uh, that I could scream. I don't owe them a damn thing. So, you know, it, it, little things, and I'm sure this irritates a lot of people, uh, a, a lot of white people, when they hear about this whole idea uh, of reparations. So, you know, there was a little break to where you would have saw a sign uh, with the N-word. And you know what you would have thought to yourself? Wow! I'm not the only one that don't like black people. Hmm. Think about that. It, 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 and, you know, uh, there are more like-minded people uh, as myself and as uh, probably most of my listeners. Uh, I do know enemies uh, listen to the show. and uh, um, But for the most part, my listeners are like-minded to myself, and maybe we don't agree on every single thing, and that's cool. That's cool. But when uh, to say uh, truth, and you know, you still may not agree with me that uh, you know that that was hilarious. It was hilarious for me. And if you didn't find it funny, 
that's okay too. You know, we don't have to agree on what's funny and what isn't funny. Uh, you know, um, but unlike other races, if we disagree, uh, you know, we can collectively, uh, you know, remain friends. Uh, uh, talk about our differences calmly, unlike other races. Uh, you know, we're not out in the streets uh, uh, killing each other as whites because uh, uh, we disagree with each other, or we can't stand the sight of each other, like it seems like with black people. Oh, let's see. I think I have... One second here, look. I thought I had maybe one more. Um, okay, this article, this one coming up. Now, I did skim through this article uh, the other day. Uh, let me find it here. And I found this uh, uh, kind of interesting part of it, some of it. This comes from ohmymag.co.uk. The headline is, Human Mental Disorders Are Due to Crossbreeding with Another Species, According to a Study. Think about what that just said. Human mental disorders are due to crossbreeding with another species. Um, let's get into this here a little bit. According to one study, several mental disorders are thought to have originated from crossbreeding between Homo sapiens and another extinct species of humans. Um, Crossbreeding. Uh, I'm sure you know where where uh, I'm going with this. Uh, you, you know, maybe this um, uh, other species of human. Maybe they aren't extinct. Maybe they live among us. Uh, burnout, depression, anxiety—terms we're all familiar with today but which weren't part of everyday language half a century ago, today we attach great importance to our mental health and don't hesitate or hesitate less to visit a psychiatrist when it is declining. Our mental disorders can be caused by many factors, but according to a recent study, genetics make us more likely to develop them or, to be more precise, genes from another species of humans are the culprit behind our unhappiness. Uh, I know you already know what I'm thinking. Could this uh, other species of humans? And you know, I, I don't think humans. Uh, uh, I, I think you could drop the um, human part of that and just say another species. Uh, bestiality. Uh, interracial sexual relations and uh, then the offspring 
uh, the mixed, uh, 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 mixed, you know, uh, mixed breed mongrels. And there they have a gene of, we'll, we'll use a mud shark, for example, a white woman. And, uh, you know, suppose she has sex with a black guy and uh, uh, they have a, a, a kid. That kid is going to be black and it is going to have the characteristics of another species. Now, it may have a little bit of white genes in there as uh, far as the intelligence uh, factor, and I've said this on the show, uh, and I don't apologize for saying this. I believe that blacks that have the that are a little bit above the average um, uh, IQ of 70, and you know maybe some uh, higher uh, IQs somewhere down the line. I think there was some breeding between other species. Uh, you know, some people, including myself, believe that the beasts of the field in the Bible weren't actually beasts of the field as we think of today. You know, we think of today beasts of the field, uh, you know, cattle, bulls, buffaloes, uh, you know, uh, uh, things like that. But the beasts of the field in biblical times at least in biblical times, were black people. And uh, I don't probably, I'm sure uh, they, they weren't a people attached to that, uh, a different species. This is why I say it tickles me when uh, you see uh, these black Israelites, for example. They actually believe that they are the Israelites. They are not God's chosen people. Listen, uh, and, you know, to these people, I would say, uh, uh, black people, uh, to you that would say, uh, we were Kangs and shit, uh, uh, we was Israelites, I say to you, live that pipe dream, but in all reality, and this can be shut down with just this one fact. When God created a garden that needed tended, a garden that would thrive, he had to create white man, a white man, and from that white man, a white woman. Think about that. So, you know, all these uh, uh, blacks that said, we was kings and shit, weren't good enough to, uh, to even water a garden. Think about that. Look at Africa today. Little pot-bellied uh, kids running around starving to death. Uh, which reminds me of uh, uh, a joke. When I, when I was a, a kid in school, uh, a big thing was to uh, pull out your pocket comb. At the time, uh, in the uh, back then, you know, most uh, uh, young men and even old men carried a pocket comb, the little uh, short comb. Uh, we didn't go to um, 
uh, hairdressers. We got haircuts. We went to a barber shop, uh, not a salon, so we used hair combs. But anyhow, uh, the thing was to take that uh, 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 pocket comb out of your pocket and hold it uh, uh, up and down and ask somebody, do you know what this is? And then when they would say a comb, you would say, no, they're Ethiopian bunk beds. Uh, anyhow, that uh, this article um, <laughs> somehow uh, triggered that thought. The good old days. Uh, picture this. We're on Earth tens of thousands of years ago. Back then, the iPhone 15 Pro Max was just a pipe dream. And our ancestors' priority was to survive. Not just to survive, but to ensure their genes carried on their descendants. And while Homo sapiens were pretty good at this, another species of human cohabitated with them. Think about that. And then this article gets into, um, let me see. Okay, here it says, uh, however, traces of them in our genes, this mixed breeding of other species and white people, it says, however, traces of them remain in our genes thanks to the interspecies crossbreeding that took place before their disappearance. And this interbreeding had some advantages, as Business Insider points out. This particular genetic adaption helped early Homo sapiens popu populations adapt to cold climates and is linked to zinc regulation in our bodies. Uh, you know, this had nothing uh, to do, in my opinion, with zinc. Uh, this headline is exactly what it is. Mental disorders caused by cross-breeding. Uh, instead of cross, it should be inner-breeding with another species. And I don't, and like I said, I don't think that uh, species disappeared. They still live among us. And in my opinion, this different species is 13% of America's population with the average IQ of 70. So you figure uh, 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 a low IQ making a child with a white, well, I'd say high IQ white, but you wouldn't have too uh, uh, high of an IQ uh, to commit bestiality. But still, you know, the white genes. And, you know, um, descendants down from that. I saw that and I thought, you know, this pretty much proves, this pretty much proves, now it was worded different. And, you know, uh, uh, some different uh, um, uh, bullshit added to it that didn't matter. But this article pretty much proves that identity, uh, Christian identity, is spot on. 
spot on with our belief of, uh, well, some, uh, between uh, different groups, different uh, Christian identity groups, there may be uh, slight differences, but we pretty much all agree that um, black people are of a lower species, uh, a lower standard. And listen, we didn't make them that way. And it's not racist to call it out as uh, you see it. You know, this whole idea of our government saying that we're racist and uh, we're this and that. Listen, I believe what my eyes see and I believe what my ears hear. I don't need the government and the lackey uh, media that has their asses up uh, our government, push the agendas uh, of our government. I don't need them to help me see what I see, and I sure don't need them to help me hear what I hear. Uh, you know, I am my own person, and people that uh, believe everything they read in the mainstream media, uh, uh, what a sad life. What a sad life that uh, you have given up what your eyes see and what your ears hear. Uh to be that weak that you can start out knowing the truth and be swayed because of Jew-run mainstream media. That's weak. That's sad. That's sad that people do that. Uh, and you know, that's another reason uh, why I do the show. Uh, because people, you know, after hearing... Uh, something for so long that it's beat and pounded into their head, uh, just like uh, uh, white kids today from kindergarten uh, uh, through high school. They're told to be ashamed of their white race. They go to college, they're told to be ashamed of their white race, and they come out being ashamed of their white race, and then right there whispering in the ear is uh, mainstream media constantly telling them they should be ashamed to be white. And some people, um, you know, fall victim to that. My hope is that, uh, you know, maybe somebody tunes into the show that has been manipulated by mainstream media, uh, maybe had uh, an idea that they were being bullshitted to, and listen to the show and uh, find out that they're not alone with their true thoughts. They're not alone with their true thoughts. You don't have to uh, sit uh, and that's sad, too, to where a, a, a person would sit and bow in, bow down to the BS being shoved down our throats. I mean, the basic things. Believe what your eyes see. Believe what your ears hear. And, you know, you couldn't come to any other conclusion uh, than the one I came to. Now, you may not word it like I do, but I don't use fancy words. I don't like using fancy words. I could use fancy words, but I, I prefer not to, uh, because I am down to earth. Uh, I'm not out to try to impress somebody uh, using big words. A majority of like-minded people don't use uh, big words. And, uh, you know, uh, so far it worked for the show. It worked for the show. Uh, this uh, show is absolutely not 
a smidgen done with a Jew twist to it. Uh, People pretending to be something they're not. Uh, A while back, somebody thought that I should uh, uh, clean my shows out, up, uh, you know, get rid of some back noise, uh, background noise, uh, buzzing and humming, which I don't really hear uh, on the shows. Now, is it produced like uh, mainstream media conservative shows? No, because I don't rely on the Jew. Uh, I don't want people to think that I'm a Jewish puppet. Uh, because I am not. Uh, if I have something to say, I'm going to say it the way I talk to anybody uh, on the street. I don't. I, I, the, the show isn't about uh, following other shows. I don't follow anyone. Well, I can't say that. God, I follow. Uh, but I don't follow in anybody else's footsteps about how they do a show. I don't care how other people do a show. I don't care if they mix and uh, tape and uh, paste and cut and you know, all this other fancy stuff because you're not being true to yourself at all. Uh, you know, and, and people, to me, uh, like that, I tend to believe uh, less. I tend to believe less because when I hear them, uh, you know, trying to use big words or, uh, you know, things like that in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, what, gee, I wonder if they think, uh, you know, are they trying to be uh, someone they're not by, you know, using these big words? Because uh, like I said, a majority of people, like-minded people in our cause, they don't... Uh, um, Try to be somebody they're not. Uh, you know, uh, white people shouldn't try to be somebody uh, they are not. Uh, be yourself, and uh, you'll you'll find out a lot of times uh, people that uh, uh, you push away by being fake. If you wouldn't have been fake, you wouldn't have lost that friendship or relationship. Uh, uh, or whatever. So, you know, uh, always be yourself, and that's that's what I do here. Um, anyhow, uh, there we went off on a uh, uh, tantric there. I uh, didn't mean to go uh, that into babbling, and I apologize for that. Now, sometimes when uh, I have something on my mind, it ends up, uh, on the show here, I'll babble about it. Uh, and it has nothing to do with news. Uh, so I do apologize for that. Uh, let's talk about just uh, some downright degenerate things that are happening in America that I cannot believe. Um, get this. Uh, this comes from the news source, themessenger.com. This is a New Jersey elementary school custodian. The headline, elementary school custodian accuses accused of wiping feces on students' food and recording videos of it. Uh, unbelievable. Uh, this um, janitor is Gia, uh, uh, Giovanni Ampopolisaria, 25. Uh 
wiping feces on students' food. You know, not only uh, are children being attra uh, attacked in school by uh, diversity uh, and, you know, things like that, inclusion, but things like this. You know, innocent children have to worry about what they eat at school because of some... Uh, I don't even know what you would call this person. Wiping feces on the student's food. Oh, let's see. And here's another case of... Um, just... Uh, degeneracy that, that we deal with. Uh, this comes from the news source The Blaze. The headline is Maryland man allegedly licked ear of trick-or-treater and pulled gun on her mother after following her home, police say. Some strange man licks the ear of a trick-or-treater and pulls a gun on the girl's mother. A Maryland man is accused of assaulting a 10-year-old who was trick-or-treating on Halloween and then pulling a gun on her mother after following her home, according to police. And Arundel County Police said that the girl told them the man licked her ear after she went to his door for trick-or-treating in Severn in South Maryland. Mark Leminski, the public information officer for the Ann Andre County Police Department, said the man leaned down towards the girl, took out his teeth, and then nibbled on her ear. Um, when she fled to her mother's home, he allegedly followed her and tried to push his way into the home. The mother told police that's when she pushed him out of the home. He allegedly pulled out a gun and pulled the trigger. The gun, thankfully, did not go off, said Leminski. Police arrested 66-year-old Cedric Paynes at his home where they executed a search warrant and found two handguns, a shotgun, a rifle, and ammunition. He was later released on $5,000 bail. $5,000 bail for an attempted child molestation. You know, they're more worried about what kind of guns this guy had in, the, in his home. Other, uh, they're more worried about what guns he had than the crime he committed. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Oh, let's see. Okay, this one here is something that I talk about on the show, too. Uh, and I use this uh, uh, analogy like when uh, slaves, uh, when black people would claim that their ancestors had it so rough because they had punishment. Now, isn't it ironic 
that it's the same way today. Black people feel like they should not uh, have any consequences for their actions, and they throw a fit uh, when they do. Uh, this comes from mirror.co.uk. And I don't know if this is uh, going to be against uh, what happened here or for what happened here. But this is the perfect example that black people should take notice to today. You know, when they think they had it so hard as slaves. The headline is, Iran orders woman's execution for adultery after husband catches her on home CCTV. Her execution. Uh, I'm anxious to see if it is uh, the same ex execution carried out for adultery in the Bible. Iran is being put under international pressure for its extensive use of death penalty for crimes including adultery, sodomy, murder, rape, armed robbery, kidnapping, and drug trafficking. You know, a lot of those deserve the death penalty. Now listen, I'm not taking up for Iran, believe me, but their way of, um, the way it looks doling out punishment for crimes, uh, if we followed that, guess what? America would be a lot better place to live in. Um, a report by the Iran newspaper said the woman worked as a trainer in a gym for females. It said her husband contacted police last year when he found her with another man at their home. The husband discovered from surveillance cameras that she was having relations with other men, the report added. Under Iranian law, she, is, uh, she can appeal against the sentence. Iranian courts sometimes sentence people to death by stoning for adultery, which can be reduced to lighter punishment on appeal. There you go, stoned for adultery. That's what happened in biblical times. Uh, and the same goes for men, uh, men that cheated on their wives in biblical times, uh, were drugged to the edge of town and stoned to death. So when, you know... Um, you talk about losing a foot, an eye, or uh, a hand for stealing. Uh, you know, that's really no big deal. You're still alive, uh, right? Your, your ancestors were still alive. They weren't killed. And like I said many times on the show, I can't imagine being stoned to death because people would be in the circle, and, you know, they could only lift so heavy of a stone. So we're not talking that just somebody picked up a boulder and smash somebody's brains in with it. This would have been a long, drawn-out process uh, to be stoned to death. So, you know, w when blacks cry about how their ancestors were treated as slaves, it doesn't compare anything to the punishments doled out in the Bible. And guess what? If we still had those punishments, this would be a better place. This next article, this is sad. This comes from InsideEdition.com. Uh, the headline is, Idaho man who repeatedly raped child and twice impregnated her is sentenced to 20 years in federal prison. 20 years. That's it. There, this, this would be a perfect case for capital punishment. Uh, 
A 63-year-old Idaho man has been sentenced to 20 years in federal prison for repeatedly raping his girlfriend's daughter beginning when she was 8 or 9, authorities said. The girl became pregnant at age 11 and then again at age 12. Chris Hamburg was sentenced Wednesday to Idaho federal court by U.S. District Judge B. Lynn Windmill, who also ordered Hamburg to three years of supervised release. Um, I would have had a hard time coming up with a case that is more horrific than this one, the judge told Hamburg during his sentencing hearing. Twenty. That's it. That's it for what he put that uh, uh, girl through. Twenty years, that's it. You know, uh, uh, certain uh, crimes uh, automatic should be uh, capital punishment. And I don't mean uh, uh, these criminals setting for 20 or 30 years on death row while uh, taxpayers feed them. Uh, This should be carried out swiftly. When caught red-handed, it should be carried out swiftly. Now, here's something uh, to think about. I'm going to close out the show with this article. Here's something to think about tonight when you go to bed. This comes from express.co.uk. Headline. China is working on new weapon the world deems too dangerous to exist. Our military, as it's being weakened, our enemies are becoming stronger. China is believed to be rolling out a powerful new intercontinental ballistic missile, missile capable of delivering a power load at 20 times the speed of sound. The multi-stage missile being worked on by Beijing will reportedly fly out of Earth's atmosphere before returning back to hit a target at a supersonic speed. Such systems can be used to deliver a devastating nuclear payload through the Chinese ICBMs under the development or designed to carry a conventional explosive warhead. China already holds over 200 nuclear-capable ICBMs, which is the world's third-largest arsenal in the U.S. and Russia. A U.S. Defense Department reportedly acknowledged that the Chinese conventional ICBMs could be a serious threat and prove hard to intercept. The report stated, if developed and fielded, Such capabilities will allow the PRC to threaten conventional strikes against targets in the continental United States, Hawaii, and Alaska, the Pentagon warned in its recent report. Writing in the Telegraph, American military correspondent David Axe argued that the new Chinese ICBM system will force the U.S. into an impossible choice. He writes, If the Americans can't tell a nuclear ICBM from a non-nuclear one, and also can't be sure they could shoot down an incoming ICBM, then they have to treat every ICBM launch as a potential nuclear strike and respond accordingly, 
with ICBMs of their uh, of their own. The alternative could be one-sided atomic annihilation. Recently, the head of uh, let's see what's that say M MI5 has warned that Beijing has made thwarting the AUKUS nuclear submarine deal a top priority. Intelligence Chief Kevin McCallum is is concerned that China is deliberately looking to derail the pact which was launched in 2021 to counter Beijing's creeping influence. The head of MI5 has warned that Beijing has made thwarting the AUKUS nuclear submarine deal a top priority. Why this happened? I just read that. Uh, these last two paragraphs here uh, in the article uh, are exactly the same. But there you go. Uh, think about this when you're going to sleep. While America is wor uh, worrying about um, uh, recruiting homosexuals, uh, while our military is worried about uh, the higher-ups training homosexuals, our enemies are actually working on things to annihilate us. Crazy. Crazy. We used to be uh, a superpower. Uh, there was no better military than ours. And look at it today. You know, I said this a while back on the show uh, when I was talking about the idea of homosexuals and transgenders uh, being allowed in our military. You know, if worse came to worse and the shit hit the fan, would you want to be in a foxhole with, uh, you know, picture you're out in the field, you're, uh, uh, the battle, you're in it, you're in the thick of it, and you're, you're, you're uh, fighting for your life and you turn around your foxhole and uh, the person with you is painting their toenails or changing a tampon. And I'm talking another male, not a female, but another male in your foxhole that's transgender uh, 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 changing a tampon, which uh, I'm not saying that uh, a transgender men have periods. That's not what I'm saying at all. There's only one place that tampon can go. So I guess if they really wanted to pretend, uh, they could. But anyhow, is that somebody you would want to have uh, beside you uh, when you're fighting for your life? Well, this is the chances, folks. And while uh, America argues about letting homosexuals and transgender people, which are homosexuals as well, allowing them in the military and worrying about... Uh, uh, diversity, inclusive, and equity within our military. Our enemies are seriously working on stuff to kick our ass. Uh, you know, I, I said this before. America has become the laughing stock of the world. And what's going to happen? It's going to cost us our lives. It's, and, and, and my prediction is uh, soon, very soon. Well, I hate to uh, end the show with that thought, but that is something to stir your mind and maybe um, uh, people that aren't so active get active. 
because uh, we're running out of time here, folks. Running out of time. I will be back here this Thursday, November 9th at 7 p.m. Eastern with another The Rust Belt Klansman Show, a new one, uh, two evenings from now. Thursday, November 9th at 7 p.m. Eastern. Uh, check out the show page on True Social. That's Donald Trump's version of Twitter. Uh, the Rust Belt Klansman has a, a show page there. Uh, so check that out. That's where you'll find uh, the shows, the upcoming shows, uh, if they're going to be canceled, if they're going to be on uh, different platforms, uh, one platform and not another. Uh, that's uh, the uh, live show, The Underground, which is just the Rust Belt Klansman under a different name on Podbean for the live show. It's, it's done uh, the same as uh, the Rust Belt Klansman, and it's called uh, The Underground. There is going to be another... Uh, uh, show, uh, another, the underground show coming up November 18th at 3 p.m. Eastern. So, uh, plan for that and tune in and listen to that. Uh, there you can, uh, you let off some steam. You can give your comments, your thoughts, whatever. If you have any news articles, thoughts, ideas, suggestions, you like the show, you hate the show, uh, you can, Email those directly to the Rust Belt Clansman Show at heyrustbeltclansman at mail.com. It's very simple. It's all lowercase letters. heyrustbeltclansman at mail.com. You can also call into the show at area code 412-254-6226. There you can leave a voicemail or a um, uh, text. Now you can text that number. As we always do here on the Rust Belt Clansman Show, let me find the prayer that I had picked for today. Here we go. Okay, we're going to end in prayer here, uh, folks. So uh, here we go, Murph. My white brothers and sisters, please bow your heads. Hear my request, O God, for I need your great power and strength. I rely on you and trust you for all provision. Please don't leave me in shame. Magnify your name in my eyes as you sustain me and lift me. I am so grateful for your goodness to me and that you have given me your attention. Hear my pleas for help and fulfill your great word. Establish righteousness according to your wisdom. Restore your people, healing the wounds and bringing life back to the dead. Exalt your name among the nations as you fulfill your faithfulness to your covenant people. Provide for my needs. Create in me a righteous heart that is not false. Thank you for your great mercy and for hearing me when I call you. Uh, some uh, In Jesus' name, amen. Some key words there. Uh, fulfill your faithfulness to your covenant people. Not everybody. 
God's covenant people, which God's covenant people are the Israelites spoken of uh, in the Bible, from front to back of the Bible, which is the white race. So, uh, many people, there are many false prophets out there uh, trying to uh, tell you otherwise, and for many years this has been going on. Uh, but myself personally, uh, I read the Bible probably three or four times from front to back. And I didn't understand a thing in it. And when I looked into Christian identity, which I didn't really, um, it wasn't on a Christian identity uh, idea. I, I asked someone, listen, why? I don't understand this. Uh, how how do you know so much about what's in the Bible? And uh, that person told me to, uh, uh, wherever it said Israelite in the Bible, put white people. And, you know, uh, from that day on, everything fell together and made sense. Uh, I happened upon uh, some Christian identity material. Uh, I read and I studied. I just didn't decide, oh, okay, I'm going to be a Christian identist. Uh, I don't just jump into things. I, um, I research things to see if it's false or not. And uh, uh, I didn't find anything uh, questionable uh, as to whether it was truth or not in uh, Christian identity. Uh, so, uh, you know, if you're lost, if you're lost, check out Christian identity. Uh, it can change your life. Again, I will be back here in two evenings from now, Thursday, November 9th at 7 p.m. Eastern with a new show. I hope you enjoyed this one, and I hope you tune in again November 9th, Thursday, November 9th at 7 p.m. Eastern. As always, from the Rust Belt Clansman Show, myself, Paul Brown, WHITE POWER!